yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yes. How about some? Uh, how about some of that? Like clap. The which one's clap? not the STD. <laughs> no, that's uh, <laughs> no, that's uh, that's it. Yay! <laughs> we did it. Yes. <laughs> back again. So, um, just gonna get right into it. But I did some. I guess you could reduce. Say it was research and interviewing. Mm-hmm. So, good guy with a gun. I want to mm-hmm. go back to that. Um, so I asked several neighbors that own multiple guns mm-hmm. and I gave them the scenario of walking into the grocery store where well, you're not the target, where we're not the target right? and ask them exactly what they would do. Good. I'm interested. One of them. Well, let me go into the, the two that said wouldn't engage until that threat was at them. Okay. Which is kind of what you said. And the reason why they said they wouldn't have done anything until the threat was at them is because of... Is it liability? It's liability. Yeah. So at that time, so let's let's go with the guy. So two of them said they wouldn't have done it mm-hmm. until the threat came to them. At that point, it's self-defense. At that point, it's self-defense. Right. And they said the other concern is, is like, who's around? Right, because you could have collateral damage and right. you're not indemnified. So the two said the reason why they wouldn't get engaged is because, first of all, he goes, if I shoot and miss, mm-hmm. um, could put that girl at even greater harm because she hasn't been shot yet. Mm-hmm. Second thing is if they shoot and miss and it's not a death, mm-hmm. like instant death, putting that girl at risk because they could shoot her and then all of a sudden because the, the shooter's not neutralized right right and he goes in each one of those scenarios that girl parents can sue can sue right that's it's okay I, I figured it had to be liability. liability it's not like moral issues or like you know i don't care or whether i'm armed or not it just comes down to right um so i went down the scenario one of the guys says he would shoot and i said okay you're shooting the kill and he goes, yes. Yep. And I go, what happens? You shoot somebody, they don't instantly die. Like You got to follow get, through. You get a kill shot, don't instantly die. And I go, now what you've done is you put that girl at higher risk because you shot him. What are they doing when they go down? Yeah, they're, they're, pulling the tri- right. they're pulling the trigger mm-hmm. at whatever they're pointing mm-hmm. at. He's like, okay, good point. I said, and he goes, well, maybe I wouldn't shoot the kill then. I go, okay, so you shoot the guy, you try to shoot him in the arm, then get him to drop the gun. But how good a shot do you have to be to do that? Uh, And that's what I said. And he's like, he goes, well, how far away? I'm like, I'm not going to get into that with you. I could, let's just say you shot and you got him in the shoulder. You still got the gun. Now, now the thing's coming at you. Mm -hmm. What do you do? Well, I shoot. I'm like, once again, he's he's firing at everything Mm -hmm. and i go and so the other two of my neighbors were like yeah he goes it's there's too much risk at this at this point okay so it's not that there's not as many people that would engage an assailant it's just that the situation doesn't warrant an engagement 
unless directly engaged. Now I said, okay, let's give another scenario of the Allen Mall. Right. Like where it's just free fall. He's, he's free falling and, yeah. and they're going, absolutely, if I got a clear shot, I'm right. neutralizing it. I go, that I agree with. Right. Which also is consistent with the police do. Right. This is where like people that don't understand police work and they go, oh, they're all trained to shoot to kill. Yes. You don't poke the bear. Right. Take the bear out. Right. So, but then, um, so I was at church and Mm -hmm. I was talking um, to one of the guys that actually is part of our security team. Mm -hmm. And I said, like, what's the church's stance on in that scenario? Like an active shooter situation? Yeah. Um, So. Or just the. So he goes, he goes, well, and I didn't know this. And I started, and I don't know the name of it. Sorry, I'm not a heavy gun Mm -hmm. person. But there's insurance Mm -hmm. that um, the church recommends that anybody that's carrying get. Mm -hmm. Because if they do shoot and they do miss and they do take out a wrong target, there's the lawsuit act, but there's insurance for that. And the and then I found out like the church is so if you just like there's a shooter and you like or you're trying to neutralize it, it becomes a problem and then it all of a sudden wasn't a problem. Mm-hmm. That's their like the church is not gonna support you on that. Right. Now, if there was actual a shooter and then it was neutralized. I don't know. But these aren't people that are on staff for this. These are just kind of volunteers. Carrying. Right, right. But they have to have personal liability. Yeah. It's not on, they're not on behalf of some organization. As opposed to, let's say you're running event security. Right. The company that runs that security has that insurance. But I And they cover everybody. They they don't require individuals to have it. But I asked somebody, like, okay, I gave them the scenario of the grocery store, and they're like, oh, I'm not getting involved unless it's at me. Okay. That makes me feel better that it wasn't there. There's, he says, there's a, there's, also no, he goes, you're giving me one situation that, like, what I'm taught and what I've learned. And I mean, he's heavily like, he's a, he's a cop. So mm-hmm. I'm just going to say like, there's situational awareness of actually what's going on. You're just telling me the girls got there. There's like people around, but like, I don't like Sean, tell me like, there's a guy 50 feet over here. There's somebody over here checking out. Like he goes, I don't know. Too many but different he, factors. There's too many different factors. And then he goes, you have to just like riding a motorcycle and what they tell you is you got to look 10 feet, you know, work your way out. Mm-hmm. Like what's this person going to do 20 feet up? Do they can pull react? It? Right. And he goes, that's what they teach you. But see, you said he's a trained officer, right? I'm talking about just average Joe blow. I know, but I'm giving you two different perspectives. Okay. My neighbors, which they're trained, but not like, no, they go. They go to taking range. all the factors. They into go play, to ranges right. and they right. fire a gun, right? So there's that aspect. But then there's somebody that's even professional that's saying, "I don't engage." And he goes, "It." it de-, he goes, "It depends." Like if the cops have been called too, mm-hmm. like you know, if I'm in my civilian clothes, I'm at risk because I'm not wearing anything. Not only that, like you now, like if let's say the police come. They can't tell who the shooter is. Right. You look like a shooter. Right. 
you're engaging someone, they took they take you out. Right. That's a good point. So he's like, there's just stuff out there, and I just want to bring this up because I know that probably a lot of our viewers have guns, and mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying don't get them. I'm just saying, like, be responsible, and I think that's what you were getting at is, like, Get your training, get get right. all the things, continue your training. It's and, not enough just to be armed and ready, but to be trained and also knowing when to engage. Right. Because clearly it's not, but just simply looking at it from like, we don't hear enough about those stories. This makes me feel better about like, yeah, because you can't just hothead your way through these stories because there would be a lot more calamities right. if every time somebody was taking out a convenience store, there was a shootout. Like, right. that would be crazy. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> that makes sense. I, I mean, I, no, like, nothing I in there that I heard was alarming. It's like, I like, and I, I prefaced it just like you did. When is a good guy with a gun? Because mm-hmm. you gave the example of the guy went and got his car, shot the guy dead. Like, well... Um, one of my buddies says, well, what the cops came and it was the same outcome... Is yeah. that, are they considered a good guy with the gun? I was like, no, yeah. but but they they they've been trained, right? They're they're the res- they're, they're the typical first responder officer, right? This guy that came and shot him <laughs> mm-hmm. is not is not right, and from a different perspective, that person looks like an assailant, right? Like, let's say you're just at that intersection, you see this guy come, looks like a carjacking. Shoots the car. Like, you don't know this is that this guy's car, right? So you're, like, reporting in. Like, yeah, I just saw someone, like, shoot someone in a carjacking. It's hard to tell who the who the bad guy is or the good guy. Right. In, a, in that other situation where there's, like, a, like an active shooter situation, I think um, it's easier. But I think, yeah, the guy brought up a good point about getting involved and the police are on the way. And then now you're now it looks like multiple shooters. Right. And that's the other thing, like, they always talk about is, like, is it just a single person or is this more organized? And But the the case of, like, the Allen Mall is different because that guy was just, the lives could be saved. And mm-hmm. if you do have a clear shot, mm-hmm. yeah. but just be careful because even one of them said, even, you don't know what that guy's wearing. Yeah. So if he's got a full-on Kevlar and you're just... It, Bolts are just pinging off of him. But it was a headshot. I know, but I'm yeah. just saying, like, only you're a not, trained officer if, would have been on that. But if, if you're not trained to get mm-hmm. that headshot in the right. first round, that fire is coming after you next. Right. But he could also have been booby trapped. Like, you could have wearing an explosive vest. So, I mean, if he's like, yeah, if you shoot him, now the whole place blows up. Right. So it's just people that know how to do that risk assessment need to be involved in that. Right. So yeah, that's that's a good um, follow up. We're getting we're getting feedback, y'all, and and now we're feedbacking <laughs> on the on the actual episode, referencing, what, uh, four or five episodes ago. It was yeah. a, it was this season, um, and then that yeah tragedy happened um, locally. Place- I actually had a friend, um, actually the lady, and you probably remember her from uh, our church, but she knew. Um, the family of the security guy it was a young kid, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, he saved like three lives before um, his life was taken. So yeah. it's um, 
sad story, but also knowing that he did that. Yeah. It, it's a, it's in that moment. It's that's that fight or flight, you know, and everyone's trying to scramble for safety, and that's what you're supposed to do. But there are those heroes who, you know, went into the fire and didn't even yeah. have a weapon himself. Right. So and it it, it works. It's yeah. a miracle. Yeah. Yeah. The place uh, they've they've opened, but they've got like. Um, They've got like a little shelter area for people, grief counselors, yeah. emotional support animals, a heavy police presence. I think it, I know they wanted to wait till the funerals were done and all that stuff. And of course, some people are traumatized. They don't want to go back to work or shop. But at the same time, some people are like, hey, it's over now. It wasn't like, you know, it was just one guy. And they want to go back to business as usual. Then you got these people that just want to now go over there like as like a hot spot. Like they're just like, oh, like this is where that will happen or this is where this happened. Like they're just they're touring the place. They're not shopping. Right. Which looks bad anyway. So yeah. it sets you up for yeah, people calling in on you. This is why like when it happens in these schools and stuff, they just demolish and start again. Yeah. Because of the trauma, as well as just kind of like the the notoriety of it, just like oh, this is the place where you know that thing happened. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do over there. It, it's it's still fresh still, but I I think they got to see how it all plays out. Hopefully, people can just move on. The sad part is like it had nothing to do with that city or that location. No. It just he just randomly picked that place. Just knew there was going to be people there. Yeah, well, there's a lot of places that are that are populated. I just don't understand it. Like if you're that sick, just go take yourself out. Like why do you got to take out people? It, well, yeah. What happened to seeking help or whatever? Because it seems like it's not like it was just this, you know, spotted, you know, just kind of spirit of the moment type deal. It was premeditated. You had time to think about this. You got time to do it. You got time not to do it. You know, um, I think people get really messed up to the point where they know it's not going to work. It's like this is like where we talked about like the there's the failed presidential run. And then yeah. there's this. It's like it's like, hey, I'm just going to get my stupid, you know, Futile attempt at, at at just getting something out of it, right? Because you, you you're not going to succeed. No, it's not going to. You're not going to get away with it, and you're most likely going to not even survive this situation. Five minutes in or ten minutes in, it's just inevitable. Right. So what the heck? Yeah, I don't understand it. Yep. But, hey. Yep. But to. Get out of that um, um, heaviness. Um, I thought, you know, like sometimes I remember as an English learner learning some like English words and it just, it just sometimes like I can you know, go like remember the newness of it. And I wanted to know kind of like what your thoughts are on some of these words. And just sometimes if you're learning something, you just take it at face value but what the heck you know like 
<laughs> what does this all mean? <laughs> like, like try to explain lollygagging. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I know lollipop, right? Even lollipop. Like, where did like lolly even become? Like, we don't have too many lolly words, right? You got lollipop. You got lollygagging. How does lollygag explain to the to the listeners what the true definition based on your understanding lollygagging means? Be like your son, like just taking a sweet time to get yeah, some you're done. just kind of stalling, right? Yeah. How did this come to be? Why didn't you just say he's stalling? Yeah, <laughs> lollygagging and and um, or like frolicking. Nobody frolics anymore but it's still there just trying to learn the word frolic and it's like what is that what is frolicking it's like skipping is it (laughs) what would you what would you qualify as frolicking if i I said if i said we were frolicking through the mall yeah i was i was actually gonna say like skipping and happy and yeah, tis the month for it, I guess. For 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 a lot of a lot of frolickers out there, <laughs> frolic you, man. You go frolic. Why, why are you frolicking? Don't be frolicking over here. Uh, okay, so we got frolic. What was the other one that um, that was interesting? Um, oh, like mind your own beeswax, like. I know that's not like proper English, but like it's supposed to be business, right? Yeah. But then you're like learning these, you know, little phrases like, you know, learn, you know, mind your own P's and Q's. Yeah. Mind your own beeswax. How? Like it, it doesn't make any sense. I, you can only imagine if you were learning another language and they just throw these random stuff in there. You're like, okay. So it means business, but it's just beeswax. Just like one of those commercials we had. What are you thinking about? Yeah. <laughs> we are thinking. <laughs> yeah. Are you... Yeah. Said uh, the guy uh, went to a job interview and they go, hey, how do you explain the uh, last uh, four years of uh, employment gap? He's like, oh, that's when I went to Yale. And they're like, oh, that's very impressive. It's like, yeah, that's why I really need this job. <laughs> next <laughs> so yeah uh i mean there's so many like the, don't even get me started on like the weird pronunciation of like similar words yeah right that if you write and and people you know still you know like a lot of people they misspell lose as loose double mm-hmm. o and it's because like if you put a C in front of it, it becomes close. Like close the door. Okay. So, but without the C, it's lose. How does it go from an O sound to a U sound <laughs> and you haven't changed anything about it? <laughs> right? I mean, so it's, just, it's there's a lot of exceptions to, to English language. But, you know, I just thought like some What word. about, um, so are you... You speak Farsi or what is... Yeah, I speak Farsi. I can understand and formulate sentences in Spanish. So does Farsi have like similar stuff? 
they got stuff that kind of they I don't like they, there's they just made up and for some reason it stuck. I guess yeah. I I mean I was only like twelve years old when I left, so I didn't really get into like the linguistics of it. So um, I've had, definitely had a lot more time to marinate with English, but I do know that for example. There are three words that mean, I'm sorry, there's one word that means three different things. And that's like, oh, like I think there's a guy who even made a t shirt about it because it's the word sheer, sheer, like, so, like, like, um, okay, like, like a see through sheer. Okay. Yeah. So, sheer could mean faucet, it could mean milk, it could also mean lion. So those three, <laughs> those three <laughs> different things, well, there, are all also, sheer. It just it's based on context, and I'm thinking like, how the heck did these things all become named the same? Like I didn't ever get into it, you know. But it's like you just know, based on the rest of the sentence, what they're talking, talking about. about. Okay. So like that's a little bit different, um, but uh, one of the other interesting ones is they have a lot more named relatives so like we just call them like aunts and uncles right but like aunt from the maternal side and uncles from the maternal or paternal side like they'll all have different titles um so it really like someone's title really shows their genealogy of how they're related to you or not like or by marriage so there's a lot of you can't just say in-laws it they have different titles and then that kind of tells how they're related. The other thing is for here in English, we have today, we have tomorrow, we got yesterday. So those are like the three periods that we mainly talk about. And we have day after tomorrow, but it's still like based on tomorrow. tomorrow right. So in farsi they can go three back and three forward each with different names wow so like it's not just today tomorrow or even the next day for the next two days after tomorrow they each have a different name it's like a little forward <laughs> but like i mean they can even hope go back so it's the same thing it goes back or forward right. but it's like it's almost like a whole week because you got today and you right. got like up to three days forward and three days back. So the whole seven days period. Well, and then you have a week from whatever today is too. So that's kind of going forward. Yeah. But like it has its own name. Like, you know, how we have yesterday and yeah. tomorrow that have like different names. These have different names for those periods that are beyond tomorrow or beyond yesterday. Not in reference, but not like day after tomorrow. Like, it's literally, like, it's another name for tomorrow, which means two days from now. So, instead of calling it Friday, you would say whatever that is. No, Friday is Friday. I'm just saying, like, if you say, hey, come back in, instead of saying come back in 48 hours, or saying come back day after tomorrow, you can actually say come back on this, and it means two days from now. But how is that any different than me just saying, come back Thursday? Because Thursday is re with reference to today being Tuesday. This is just basically a unit of time. Like, it's literally two days from now. One is like, you know how tomorrow is 24 hours from now? This is literally two days from now. 
has a different name. I know, but it's still the same thing. <laughs> it isn't because they have a different name for it. Just like I know, but yeah. you're just yeah. It it's it sounds different. I I don't know. Um, and then also like you know like I th- I've seen that in like in Spanish and and in Farsi where, um, like when we say so like when we say quarter till. Right, so like six forty-five. So yeah. I'm say a quarter till seven. Um, a lot more things are said that way. It's like, it's like the thing minus what it's missing. Right. So it's kind of already the next thing, lacking whatever. Um, not just clocks, but like other things too. It's like it's almost like the finished state minus shows kind of where it's at right now based on what it's right. missing. Yeah. I don't know. Um, English stuff that maybe we don't use anymore. Like, when did the word Nancy... I mean, it's a noun. It's a name. It switched to Karen. It switched to... (laughs) 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 Oh, boy. (laughs) I bet you eventually Nancy's going to represent, like, the, the, the trans Karen... It'll be like, <laughs> right? I don't know. I but like, how did that start? Like, like I, I just like what are doing? Like, which one? Did, the Karens? Well, even Nancy, like, like, like a negative Nancy. Yeah, <laughs> right. Like, like then how I'm did sure Karen start? Nancy's She's being a Karen. It's like, how did that start? Right? Because what the, was the first one a Karen? And then everybody else became Karens or like <laughs> did they just call them because they didn't know who they were. Right. You know, there used to be like just John Doe's, right? When did it become Karens? I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know the, the origins of Karens. Or even Nancy. Like, I don't know that. Yeah. Or, Poor Nancy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, did, I did read that. I know that whatever the reason is, but definitely i know we talked about everyone's like kind of like ticked off and whatever yeah like the sense is that a lot more people are just kind of pissed people are just more like not just irate like they're just kind of upset so it's just a matter of time before they blow a fuse or they vocalize it and also, maybe people used to do it all the time anyway. Now, just people are recording everything. Yeah. We just hear about it more. Right. But you don't think there were hotheads down the street in Brooklyn yelling at people? They were. It right. just, it ended at that store. Yeah. You, you had a store. You come home, you're like, man, you should have seen, seen this guy guys. losing it over lettuce, you know? <laughs> <laughs> when we pay for this whole thing, it's all messed up. <laughs> just like ripping at it. <laughs> just want the good stuff right here. Not paying for all oh, this. What was that movie? Which one? Um, Father of the Bride. When was they? Uh, yeah, uh, when he's like, I don't want this one. Yeah, <laughs> like it's like eight hot oh, dogs but twelve buns. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's the hot dog people, and the bun people. Sell you more stuff. Yeah, why is that? Why is it just stuff doesn't add up? You end up getting too much. And then, and then I'll tell you what. Like I ended up throwing like. I'm used to bread going bad. I bought these buns. I don't know. I had made. I was going to make some turkey burgers. I did. We were done. There was some extra buns left because I think I only made like six or eight burgers. Right. 
and it was like 12 buns. And these four buns last, they lived on the counter for a while. <laughs> like they skipped like two trash cycles. And I'm like, is this stuff moldy yet? And I'm like, why isn't it moldy yet? <laughs> I don't even want this anymore. You need to go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't want this. I don't know why it hasn't molded up. Like, so I buy good stuff and it goes bad quick. Wait. Very quick. Like, and you keep it in the fridge. You're like, oh, I cheated. You take it out next day, gone. I'm like, dang it. I didn't, it just looked good for a bit. <laughs> yeah, good stuff. Maybe five days. Yeah, fruit and all that stuff. It just seems. To so when it away. doesn't go bad, I just, I just wonder. <laughs> <laughs> what is this what is this material it's that fiber it's the recycled cardboard that we we're talking about oh my goodness man i'm like i'm sketching everything i'm like what are they giving us yeah we went to this um we went to this place everything's like we call it like off-brand chipotle it's like a chipotle concept right <laughs> but i'm like even chipotle was a subway concept think about it yeah true Chipotle wasn't first. Subway was. The assembly line of yeah. sandwich. And then everybody copied it. Yeah. But let's say the Chipotle understanding. And it it, it was just not good. The, 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 the quality of the ingredients just weren't good. The end product just wasn't good. I'm not going to go back. What was it? It was some Mediterranean place, oh. and we tried to put together some bowls and wraps, and it just, it just wasn't good. You know, not everything you could do it like that. Yeah, because it sits. It's uh, that's why I was. I'm like, see, they're not. At least with like Chipotle, it stuff's moving. Yeah. If you're not moving the stuff, you can't just make the chicken have it sit there for hours, and they're not going to throw it away. They're but not going to throw it away. I've found chicken can sit there for a while, though. How long? I mean, this stuff looked like... I, I just... I, I don't know. It, it just looked like it needed... It It probably could have used... I think if it was fresh, it would have been okay. This stuff wasn't very no. fresh. And that's... It just lost but all But there's of it. stuff like the stuff that goes with... Like if it sits out for a while, then yeah. But I don't know. Because if you're going through it... You can prep and put this stuff out, and it stuff's moving. If it's not moving, it has a certain shelf life, then you have to throw it away, and that goes into your cost. It's like, yeah. hey, if I can't make this stuff in volume, I can't do it. Yeah. And then some of the ones where they just say, okay, I'll make you one. Well, then now it's like, okay, it's going to take it's like 15 minutes. And then it's not fast. And then it's not fast, and people aren't used to that. Because like, there was another place that we went there was like that. We paid. And they start putting stuff on the grill. And I'm like, ah. Oh. I already had like two drink refills. They're not even finished with my stuff. I'm like, see, the whole concept of the Chipotle thing is by the time I make it to the register, my burrito's right there. Like, <laughs> I'm looking at it. Hello. <laughs> Me eating you in yeah. a minute. Yeah. Here's my card. There's my burrito. We're done. Like, we saw the assembly. Like, it's, it's finished. There's nothing more that needs to be done. Right. So if you're just going to go do it now, it... Or like they take some of the stuff and then they, they do some assembly and then they come back and now they want to do the rest of it. It's just like it's you're, you're doing like a hybrid. Well, I agree with you with the Mediterranean because like I like bodies. Yeah. And they even warm it up because like, it's always sitting out there. But yeah. Even they 
Fadi's I, I like. I mean, it's it's a. Uh, but it's not in a burrito, and it's not. No, nope. I mean it's sitting there though, because those trays are awfully full. That it, you know, I'm sorry, they yeah. sit, but they warm it up. The the meat stuff, the salads are good. Yeah, the little the but I mean, salads like and stuff. the, and the some rice, of it, they mix the cauliflower. Yeah. That's the oh, stuff like underneath there. They got the water boiling and stuff. And yeah, but they also warm it up. Yeah, before they give it to you, and it's, and it's like. A, the quick, yeah, like uh, Starbucks what sandwich warm up, like yeah. But yeah, I agree. Not everything can be in a burrito, like we talked about. Like I went and found the video of the the Panda Express. Yeah, it's not even test kitchens. Uh, it's one place, place in Pasadena. In yeah, so yeah, it's, so it's. I don't know if we're gonna see that anytime soon. The whole problem with that whole thing was that. It's Chinese food. It's not meant to be eaten in a burrito. So, not that it can't. You can. But I'm just saying, like, it's not... Like, how would they even have tortillas? Like, like they don't... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not their core product. Mm -hmm. Where would they put the tortillas? Mm -hmm. They got rice. They got the stuff. And, you know, they're moving it. So, when it comes down to it, in the United States... Our food is made for quick consumption, uh, fast production, um, easy distribution, shelf life, and all that stuff. Not necessarily quality. Like, quality is <laughs> not one of them. Healthy. <laughs> yeah. So when you travel, you know, overseas, you find people are a lot more patient. Yeah. Because they don't expect it to be ready. They don't want it to be ready. And when you order something, somebody's going to go start working on it. And, and then, like, then, then it comes and it's going to be great. Like, that's it. Like, I don't, we can't have this expectation that like, I want you to have fries ready and they have to be fresh. It's like, well, the fact that they're ready means they're not fresh. Right. Well, and, uh, I think it was either you or saw it somewhere, but I didn't realize like sushi Mm -hmm. sushi in the asian community is a snack yep not they, a sit down thing no they it's get on it the go. they get it and they eat it and and it, i was what, always wondering why i was always so hungry afterwards because yeah. it's like it's a snack it's like to get you to boost up your... either either it's a hole in the wall you stand up there and it's basically like the sushi bar but where the, they like, make it sushi like for consumption was designed as like a quick pick me up yes give you burst of energy right and then you go about your yep it wasn't designed as like here's a lunch yeah our, our comparable to that is the hot dog stand in new york yeah you don't hang out no he hands you, you the get, dog you and know, mustard whatever just to get you peanuts out yeah. just go <laughs> pretzel out like just take it to go get out of here don't stick around. But it was designed to just give you a quick pick-me-up. It wasn't mm -hmm. designed as a meal. No. And I think more of that is definitely more healthy. A, right. keep moving. Right. Okay. Less sedentary. We just want to keep planting somewhere. <laughs> and then the second thing is they're <laughs> moving. They're not driving. Much, right. much more True. driving going on here than anywhere else. Yeah, they're on bikes. They're, they're walking. You're walking. Okay, but it's also walkable, yeah. um, and then, and then you're eating kind of like more of those quick things, 
So it's not based on like value or quantity. Then you can just have like, you know, a little thing. Yeah, they have a quick roll and they're going. And then it's it, moving on. That's probably why they have like seven meals a day. Right. They're just keep. They're they're little. What what are they called the in the in the Spanish? Um, they're called the little plates. They have a name for it. And, uh, and I know in Norway they call it a nash. Yeah. Okay, hold on. In Spain. <laughs> um. Let's see. They're called. Spain little dishes. Hold on. They're called tapas. Yeah. Tapas. Tapas. They're just, it's not a big meal. So, like, there's a tapas place out here. You go and you order, like, five or six things. It's like when you go to, like, um, Chinese food and then they have the little steam things, yeah. the, the, the cart that comes. It's just dim a couple sum. of dim sum. It's just a little bit. So you you can order a couple of tapas. I mean, it's not like you're going to get like a big plate with yeah. like sides of rice. Right. I mean, it's not a combo. It's nice. it's like a little, maybe like a small enchilada or something, right. or one taco, or just one taco, or something. It's maybe a couple of things. It's like appetizer size. Right. So you have a few of those, a couple of drinks, move on. Let's go. New table. Like, it's <laughs> not hanging out forever. Three right. meals. No. So I think I think it's just more designed for... Now, I've also, like, been in, like, uh, there's some, like, when I was in around, there's, like, some Persian, like, not just tea house, but, like, some restaurants where it's, like, they've got, like, fountains and whatever, like, take your shoes off. They have, like, a little platform with, like, Persian rugs and, like, seat backs. You sit down and you're just kind of relaxing. You're going to be out there for a few hours. There's people taking naps. But that's... that's, It's a heavy meal. But that's... um, Actually, that... um, Talking with my buddy that's from Hong Kong, (laughs) that's what dim sum is. They would actually go to the place... Mm Mm-hmm. And yes, you get like a little thing, but the whole premise is that to relax. Mm-hmm. And you get a you get a little little stuff. You read the paper. You have some coffee. Like that's like that's what is like. He goes when you go in the Asian communities, like you're there for hours. Yeah. So they have restaurants. That's what I'm saying. They have restaurants that are for right. quick turnover. Then they have restaurants that are for like relaxing. Okay. Yeah. So it's the same thing. Like we walked into one that had fountains and like, yeah, and people, and people are, are just hang, hanging out. They bring out the hookah. Yep. There's tea. Like you get rounds of tea, and then they're like maybe more food comes later. Right. So you know you're there for like four or five hours. So having a spot, depending on the size of your party, right. like you guys are just kind of in that platform right, right. there hanging out hanging out it's not a buffet or anything it's just like you're going to be ordering some stuff like you know it's like almost like the brazilian thing where they bring like chicken or the guys with the swords you know yeah there's just different ways to eat i'm just saying this whole chipotle style of like you know chicken rice (laughs) bean you know give it to me now (laughs) it's like wasn't good (laughs) <laughs> it's not the only way to do it right it's not the only way to do it there's other ways to do it. it just depends on like 
that's your whole afternoon, you know? Like, it's not something like a workplace. So you could go be like, hey, we're going to do that for lunch. Like, well, that's it. That's we the went, rest of the afternoon. We went to, um, went with another couple to Carbones, which is a, um, they're in New York and here. Mm-hmm. And it's Italian. Uh, but it's similar. It's like you order for the table and it's like, it's like family style, but not like they mm-hmm. separate it out. Like you say, all right, we're going to do this. We're going to do this. We're going to do this, but you still get your own plate, but it's like, it's like if it yeah, was family, family style, style yeah. instead of like it being on one plate and you scoop in and mm-hmm. it's just, they deliver it. It's fancy. Right. Mm-hmm. But, and then it's the same thing. It's like, we had a great time. We just sat down and you know, the one they have different, the way they break it out is different than a normal. You don't have like appetizers and stuff. You have an appetizer. Well, it's not even an appetizer. I forget what they call it. But there's like three levels of appetizers if you want to think about mm-hmm. it. There's this one. There's the salad. There's this. like, And then, you know, you go on to the next thing. Right? Yep. And you're just there. You know you're going to be there for a while. Yep. They aren't trying to push you out the door. Nope. But that's part of the experience. Right. Yeah. Yep. And of course, you know, just understanding that we have, like I was talking to one of my daughters about, there's like salmon that, and by the way, it's salmon, not salmon. (laughs) Just, you know, we're on the the English (laughs) pronunciation thing. Mostly native speakers that don't know how to pronounce it. But, but, so there's the, there's the, there's the farm raised salmon. The benefit on that is like no mercury, very no, controlled, controlled diet. Right. But it also has antibiotics and hormones and it's like food coloring to make their flesh look kind of yeah, orangish. On the right side, you have the, you know, Atlantic salmon. Flesh looks really real and all that stuff, but you have no idea what this thing's been eating. Right. And a lot of the stuff in the ocean isn't good eats and then they end up with high mercury content and it's not good for you. So it's like, okay, so let's say you want to be all, you know, goody two-shoes and organic. And, okay, where do you go? You want this controlled salmon or you want this wild salmon? Because the wild salmon has things that are bad for you. This also has things that are bad for you. You know what the answer was? Chicken. (laughs) (laughs) That's why I eat chicken. (laughs) I thought it was the chicken of the (laughs) Oh, the chicken of the sea. Oh, God. Yeah. No, that's tuna. Yeah. So I don't know. There's, there's not. There's just different ways to eat, and it doesn't always have to come through an assembly line, right? And you know, if you have certain dishes, I mean, most really good dishes, like you know, that are traditional or whatever, they take forever to make. Yeah. They have like hours of prep. It still takes like fifteen minutes. It's all done. Right. And. Uh, it, I just, I just like, I mean, I, I like all kinds of food. I eat, um, a lot of like different Asian inspired food. I eat a lot of, um, obviously a lot of barbecue and, and burgers and stuff, whatever American food, but a lot of like Latin inspired food I like. And recently some, like some African continent stuff, not all of it. Not all of it is like, 
nothing that you have to eat with your hands. I don't like any of that. Like, I don't need, like, I need, what is that I've stuff had, where, yeah, where they the, just kind of like to take the hand? The gray stuff. <laughs> no, but like where they just kind of, they have like yeah. the big tray and everybody kind of scoops it with their hand. Yeah. Like, I'm out. Like, that's that's a no. I don't mind as a community thing, but make your own plate and then yeah. do whatever you want. But don't eat out of the out of the big community yeah. pot. Like, no. Uh, what is it? Is it um, like Greek food's really good? Like Mediterranean food is really good. They said out of all the different types of food, that's the healthiest because it has a lot of the healthy oils mm-hmm. and the way it's cooked is healthy. Yep, and it's more like sea seafood, less land, you know. Right. But even the land stuff is less cattle. It's mostly like um, lamb. Lamb. I make which, you lamb. Yes. Which, I don't know, there's not enough um, lamb options out here. But, you know, good uh, good lamb will be will beat beef um, hands down. Now, the flavor's not for everybody. No. Definitely has like that. I will say at the at a re- Italian restaurant, I had a, we ordered a pork chop. Mm-hmm. And um, found it interesting they asked us how it wanted it cooked and we just said what does the chef recommend and they recommended a medium okay so medium works um yeah and it was it, it was melt in the mouth i i would almost whatever they marinated it in <laughs> did you usually marinate in like a sweet right it was sweet with uh peppers and mm-hmm. all that stuff it was it was to die for but it was the first time like i'm like yeah, back in the day, it was like, yeah, you got to cook it all the way. Yeah. And uh, I asked the guy, I was like, so is that like like a fable? He goes, well, you got to understand back in the day, like even with meat, mm-hmm. like stuff was sitting around. Mm-hmm. And he goes, now it's not sitting around. He goes, right. it's, it's, it's going fine. to freezers and handling. And, and the handling and all that stuff, yeah. it's like, it's you're good. He yeah. goes, it's not going to hurt you. Right. You had you had meat that was probably slaughtered a certain way. Um, flies would get in; yeah. they would have larvae inside. Or if the animal was sick, the meat was already diseased. Right. So that's why they were like either don't eat it, or you had to be like really like cook it, cook it till well it's done. like done. It's like almost bark, and then it's like okay, now you can eat it. And I was like, I don't even want to anymore. It's like put some sauce on it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's how like gravy and s- barbecue sauce and everything came about because they mm-hmm. over dried their meat. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Well, with that, folks. Yeah, I'm getting a little hungry. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. we're a little long on that one, but yeah, I think we I think we uh, if if you tuned in at the beginning of the episode, hopefully we uh we kind of turned it around. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> All right. But well, hey, we got a responsibility to let folks know. Absolutely. Yeah. But we're hearing from the streets. Yes. <laughs> Word. Word. <laughs> Peace out. Peace out.